Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. The impeachment process. Is the public on board with this process? The survey says yes, but not all Democrats do. I know that what's going to happen is he will be impeached in the House of Representatives. I can promise you that. And then he'll go to the Senate, and in the Senate he will be exonerated. I could almost promise you that as well. So you're going to have the same president. This inquiry begins this process of what I think eventually will lead to an article of impeachment or articles of impeachment. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. More Americans approve of the impeachment investigation into President Donald Trump than disapprove. That, according to a new poll from the Associated Press and Center for Public Affairs Research. But there are warning signs for both parties. Many think the inquiry is motivated mainly by politics, and only about a third say the inquiry should be a top priority for Congress. And there is other polling as well. ABC's Devin Dwyer speaking with Nathaniel Rakich of 538 about where Americans are on the impeachment process. Is the public on board with this process? Where do they stand in all this? Let's bring in our friends uh, from 538 now. Nathaniel Rakich uh, is among those tracking uh, impeachment uh, with our partners over there. Nathaniel, um, give us the latest public sentiment um, that you guys are tracking on this. And is there a difference right now um, between people who support impeachment and the inquiry and those who support removing the president? Yes, there is a small but significant difference. So we've been aggregating all the polls on any topic about impeachment. And while America is pretty divided on whether the president should actually be impeached and removed from office, 48 percent support that and 44 percent don't support it, they're a lot more willing to at least begin the process and begin an inquiry, which is what the vote was about today. So 51 percent of Americans support that, whereas 42 percent don't support it. And a much smaller number, as you alluded to, support removing President Trump uh, from office. Nathaniel, real quickly, you've also taken a closer look at some of the key uh, presidential uh, campaign states, those especially in the Rust Belt that President Trump has to hold on to, Michigan, Wisconsin, uh, Pennsylvania among them. Support there for impeachment is actually a little bit lower than the national average, right? Yeah, I mean, that's not surprising. You know, as we saw in 2016, you know, President Trump has um, kind of an advantage in these states, the tipping point states, so to speak, that are, are decisive in the Electoral College. So a state like Wisconsin um, might be a couple points more Republican leaning than the nation as a whole. But still, it's not as if impeachment is horribly unpopular there. So I'm not sure that it's going to enter into the, uh, the political calculus that much there. A sharply divided House approving the rules for its impeachment inquiry of President President Trump, 
Thursday's near-party-line vote was the chamber's first formal action on a process that's likely to take months, possibly stretching into the 2020 election year. Democrats will control that investigation. You know, this is a difficult vote, obviously. And to be honest with you, we've been going through this process now for years in one form or another with the examination. ABC's senior congressional correspondent Mary Bruce catching up with one of two Democrats who voted against the resolution advancing the impeachment inquiry, New Jersey Congressman Jeff Van Drew. And I'd like to bring people together. I'd like to get things done like prescription drug costs, like more work with the VA, with infrastructure. And I could name a whole list of, obviously, different issues that need to be addressed. And I really believe we're so focused on this so long, we haven't been able to get those issues taken care of. So that's the one reason. Secondly, I know that what's going to happen is he will be impeached in the House of Representatives. I can promise you that. And then he'll go to the Senate, and the Senate, he will be exonerated. I could almost promise you that as well. So you're going to have the same president and you're going to have the same presidential candidate, except he's going to say that he was exonerated and proven that there was really nothing wrong. And I don't know what we've really gained with that. And and rather, I would say, if they still want to examine and look at some of these things rather than formal impeachment and try to get some, you know, real work done where we, there's four or five major issues that even McConnell and the president and the speaker have said we would like to accomplish in in this time period. I'd love to see that happen. And finally, we're going to have an election in a year. How much does the politics back in your district play a role, though? I mean, given the the support for the president in your district, how much did that factor into your decision? Not a, a real lot, believe it or not, because if you look at the whole district, some parts of it are more red and the support is stronger. Some parts are more purple and it's not as strong. And I think I'm probably 50-50 in that. I think 50% of the people are probably mad at me and 50% of the people are probably happy with me. It wasn't that so much. I really thought about this long and hard, um, really read a lot about it, read what impeachment is. Impeachment is a really high bar. People don't realize you just don't do impeachment to change presidents. For example, we've never had anybody that actually was convicted uh, in our entire history in America. We've had one president that resigned that would have been convicted, Nixon. And we also know that in all truthfulness, um, it's so rare because the founding fathers didn't want to really use it. It wasn't a way to change presidents. Even President Clinton, who I liked, and I voted for and did not support his impeachment either. Um, President Clinton actually lied under oath, and that was a very, very serious issue. He lost his right to practice law, uh, and yet at the same time, they didn't think it was impeachable. You mentioned that you think your constituents are about 50-50 on this decision. Is there any concern that this could come back to hurt you, that you could see a primary challenger because of this decision? Any time you do anything that is substantive and makes a difference, it can certainly come back and hurt you. All votes are not easy. Um, sometimes you just have to stand up and be strong and do what you believe is best. And sometimes you even have a minority viewpoint in that your viewpoint isn't the same as everybody else's. And that's okay. That's what America's supposed to be about. All I know is I'm doing the best that I can do. And what was the message from leadership on your decision? The message from leadership, I have to say, they were gentle. Um, There was nothing, you know, some people said, oh, boy, did you really get, you know, was leadership angry at you and threaten you? And, um, you know, no, not really. I mean, I've been very clear. One thing about me always, I try to tell people in advance um, what I'm going to do, how I feel, and I try to tell whether it's the media or whether it's leadership or whether it's my colleagues, always tell the truth. 
don't just flip around at the last minute. We have seen already uh, some of your Republican colleagues pointing to your vote today uh, to boost their argument uh, as this inquiry goes forward. Any concern that you're you know, helping to hand the president and, and some of his top allies uh, a talking point in some ways? I, I, I don't think all that much. I mean, I think if there was, you know, 50 of us or 100 of the Democrats that voted, yes, it would have really meant something then. You know, and that's another issue even with impeachment. Truthfully, as you go forward with it, it is so much better and healthier to see that both parties believe in it, that there, it is really impeachable, which has always been our history in the past, which is uniquely different in this particular situation that isn't true, and, and that's unfortunate in a way as well. As this moves into the public hearing phase, what are you most interested in learning? Everything. So as it moves into the public phase, I will look at it. I know he's not going to be any angel, that's for sure. Uh, and I know there are going to be issues. The, the question is not are there some issues. The question is not are there areas you feel uncomfortable with. The question is does this really rise to the level that you remove a duly elected president of the United States from office. That is a very serious issue because you're disenfranchising voters. And are you ruling out voting for impeachment down no, the line? I, I, I never would rule anything out because there may be something there in the process of these investigations that really, if it's treasonous, if it's a high crime, I certainly wouldn't rule it out. I always keep my mind open. So why vote no today if your mind is still open going forward? Because today, with, with seemed to me without reason, was taking us, definitely did take us further down the impeachment trail. I would have rather that we just continue either doing what we were doing or to continue just to have the investigations that we were having before and the meetings and so forth in judiciary and others. I, I didn't know if we need to split and break apart the country that much. One thing I will tell you about the district, People are angry at everybody. They're angry at Republicans. They're angry at Democrats. They're angry at each other. It's not healthy for the country. It's not good. I, I always want to bring people together. I believe I'm a little bit of a different kind of person with this. I believe very much in bipartisanship. I believe it's really important to try to bring us together and to bring the best out, not the worst out in either the public or our politicians. Right now, we're bringing the worst out. Well, like most people, I'm not surprised. They've been on this track for a while. That is the voice of our political go-to guy, Carl Calabrese, talking with WBEN's Brendan Keeney about the House vote, the meaning of it all, and where to next. Uh, Nancy Pelosi initially tried to hold it back as best she could, but the base of her party wants this and has been pushing for it. And I've always thought that each time she gave a little bit to them, uh, it was never going to satisfy them. It was only going to embolden them. And I, I just think they're on a track to eventually vote for articles of impeachment against Donald Trump. No one should be certain. Uh, I mean, they're, they're just, they have been committed to taking out this presidency since the day he got elected. And as I've said on your show before, uh, if they could impeach him the day before the 2020 election, they would do it. Talk about what's next. What what does this vote actually mean for someone who's not well-versed uh, in politics, and what can we expect going forward in the coming days, weeks, months? Well, it's, it's very confusing to most people, as, as it should be, because technically they haven't voted articles of impeachment yet, which is like an indictment. And then that indictment goes to a trial in the Senate presided over by the Chief Justice. Uh, and you need two-thirds of the Senate to convict and remove from office. That's 67 votes. That's a really tall order. But um, this inquiry begins this process of 
what I think eventually will lead to an article of impeachment or articles of impeachment. And the problem, though, is it, this will continue to stay under the purview of Congressman Schiff and the Intelligence Committee. And most of it will still be secret. Um, there's no requirement that it be an open process. It gives the chairman, Chairman Schiff, the total discretion to decide what, if anything, he wants to release. Uh, it does not give the minority party the right to subpoena witnesses. In order to, for them to get a witness, they essentially have to ask for, in, written, in written form permission from the chairman to call a witness, and they have to explain why that witness is, is important and relevant. And uh, the chairman has complete discretion to say, no, we're not going to call that witness. So it is nothing like the last two impeachment processes that went on um, in, in, the, in the last, in the last uh, 50 years, that being the impeachment of Richard Nixon and the impeachment of Bill Clinton, both of which gave the minority very, very high level of participation and equal rights uh, with the majority to call witnesses, cross-examine witnesses. The president's attorney was allowed to be in all proceedings and see all documents. None of that exists in this case. So I think the entire process is, is partisanly flawed from the very beginning. And I think it's going to hurt them uh, very much as this thing moves forward. Well, unfortunately, this is just kind of a sign of the times. I mean, the politics has, has turned very, very vicious. And, uh, you know, you just, if, if the Democrats think that they can, they can move this and try to undo an election less than a year out from the next election and try to undo what 63 million people said they wanted, I believe there's going to be major pushback, major blowback from that in a very negative way for their party. Um, I think Nancy Pelosi understood that. She did everything she could to forestall it. But, again, the, the progressive left base of the Democrat Party, which is where the energy is, where the money comes from, um, is demanding this. And I think they'll eventually get their way. And they took a big step towards it today. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.